In Iraq, the recent wave of suicide bomb attacks has drawn our attention back to the war and the daunting problem of just how to get out of it. Since Obama's election and with the recession now dominating the front pages, the war in Iraq seems to be about the last thing that Americans want to talk about. But a guy named Jeremy Duller would like to turn the tide. He thinks we still haven't talked about Iraq enough. So Deller, an artist from Britain, has created a traveling art exhibit to bring the war home to America, or at least one small, ugly piece of it. Josie Holtzman has the story. It's a cold March day at an RV park in Jersey City, New Jersey. From here, you can just make out the Statue of Liberty. The lot is filled with rows of Winnebago's, but among them is something that doesn't quite fit the scene. It's a car that looks like it's been pulled from the bottom of a junkyard heap. There's no windshield or tires, it's completely rusted through and mangled almost beyond recognition. It looks more like a dead bug than a car. It's actually the wreckage from a suicide bomb that killed 38 people. The attack happened in 2007 at a crowded book market in central Baghdad. But today, the car is going back on the road. In the U.S. at least, the coverage of the war has been incredibly non-visceral. So to see something like this is actually quite shocking, you know, if you want it to be shocking. If you don't want to be shocking, you just walk past it. It's really up to you. Jeremy Deller and his crew are fastening the bombed-out car to a trailer. They'll be towing it behind their 60-foot RV for three weeks. The project is called It Is What It Is. It's a, it's a conversation piece. That's where the conversation might start. It might end somewhere totally different, but people will look at that and say, well, what's this doing here, and, why, and what, what are you doing here? In other words, the car is kind of a prop. For Jeremy, the real point is to get people talking about Iraq. The focus was this ability to sort of meet an Iraqi citizen or a soldier who had just come back and just really chat to them informally about their experiences. So he's brought along some experts. I'm Isam Pasha. I'm an artist and a translator from Iraq. My name is Harvey. I'm a staff sergeant in the U.S. Army and a recently returned uh, veteran of the Iraq War. They'll travel with the exhibit from New York to L.A., answering questions at the 13 stops along the way. Also along for the ride is a curator, a filmmaker, and a road manager. It's sort of like a rock band going on tour. And Jeremy, with his long brown hair and posh scarf, makes a pretty good front man. I, yeah, I love any, anything to do with musicians on the road and the misery of being in a band. I love to watch people suffer for their art, as I may have to myself as well. I love rock documentaries. They're some of my favourite ones are about life on the road. One, it's a Rolling Stones film by uh, Robert Frank. I said I don't like the Rolling Stone. Fair enough. Is this going to be a problem? Uh, no. If it was the kinks, it would be a problem. But the Rolling Stones, that's fine. I warned you before I have more boring um, taste in music. It's not boring. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you can take an opera once in a while. <laughs> yeah. How nervous are you? Uh, I'm not nervous. Slightly anxious. It's probably the same thing, isn't it? Do you think it's going to be all right? Do you think it's going to be all right? I don't know yet. I'd be anxious, too. He's touring the country with a piece of wreckage from an unpopular war that's been going on for six years now. What else is there to say? It is what it is. Before they hit the road, the exhibit spent six weeks at the New Museum in downtown Manhattan, 
a sleek contemporary art venue where the visitors didn't quite know what to make of the wreckage of a suicide bomb. You never know what you're going to get in a contemporary art museum. We thought it was a piece of art until we got in and, and we started to see that it was about Iraq and a suicide bomb uh, attack. Then you get a different feeling. You're looking aesthetically at an object which is basically the result of uh, people's violence one against the other. Monstrous violence. But that's inevitable almost. If you put anything that isn't art in an art, in an art gallery, people might assume that it's meant to be an artwork. It's about getting information. This isn't art that's trying to change your mind about anything or tell you how terrible someone is or something is. It's too late for that. Protest art is often a dead end in itself. So this was not meant to be that. This was meant to be a starting point rather than an ending point. It's interesting because it's definitely a sign of the war, but because it's in a museum setting, it feels like an art object. We just thought it was very beautiful how the material wrinkled. I never know if I think this sort of thing is good and effective for bringing up conversation or if it isn't just kind of salacious in some way. But I heard someone call it beautiful a minute ago, which was uh, um, interesting. I don't know. Um, maybe good? Uh, maybe terrible? It's not beautiful. But if people want to get into that frame of mind in a gallery or a museum, there's nothing you can do to stop them. Whether you think they're art or not doesn't, doesn't really bother me. But when it's on the road, no one's going to say, oh, is this an artwork, are they? Because it's on the road, it's not in a museum. It's usually an early start. Today was 5 a.m. We drive somewhere, we um, set up, and we just wait for people. After a couple weeks, Jeremy and his crew pulled up to the University of Houston campus. I had an idea of there being you know, hundreds of people protesting and all these things like that, but it's actually very nice, it's peaceful. I wish that there was a way to just project these people and reach out with projects like this, to reach out to these people and just wake them up. The setup was simple, a flimsy white tent for shade, a few lawn chairs, and a table with some flyers explaining the project. I was coming in to Vintage Vinyl, and I'm like, what is this? And then I read it, and I'm like, wow, it did this much damage. In St. Louis, they set up in front of Vintage Vinyl, a record store on a main commercial drag downtown. At first I thought it was art. Then when I read it, I didn't know what to think other than somebody died there, unnecessarily. There's also human bodies over there that look a lot like this car. And some of them are our bodies. Do you think most Americans really spend much time thinking about the war? I mean, it's been seven years now. I don't think they think about it enough. People need to come out and look at this, you know, and they can get a different opinion about the war, right? Is this a piece of art or is this something else? Well, if this was bombed in Baghdad, it's not art to me. <laughs> it's war. So what is art anyway? The question is really, is what can art be? I talked to Deller on the phone when he reached L.A. How far can you push art to do something? That, for me, is much more exciting about what art can achieve. It is what it is is a pretty ambiguous phrase. There's no consolation, no anger, no answers. It's circular, doubling back on itself to leave you right where you started. Jeremy first heard the phrase from Harvey, the war veteran traveling with the project. I mean, it's something that in the military we say a lot, as of recognition and a resignation, sort of, this is, this is how things are. It is what it is. But still, Jeremy, Esam, and Harvey are taking questions, 
at least as long as people keep asking them. For Studio 360, I'm Josie Holtzman. You can see Jeremy Deller's exhibit, It Is What It Is, Conversations About Iraq, at the Hammer Museum in Los Angeles through May 17th. Thanks to Lori Johnson of KUHF and KWMU's Adam Allington for additional reporting on that story.